Welcome to True North Nation. This was brought to you by Solid Rock Church in Irving, Texas, where we bring you true direction in a lost world. Now let's hear it from our host, Pastor Ed Snyder. Welcome to the first episode of the True North Nation in the year 2023. We're so excited about the brand new year. We are blasting into this year. We're going to accomplish some great things for the kingdom of God. Coming from the content that we received from you, our listeners, from the survey that we conducted last month. So all of you uh, checked off every chapter of the book of Control the Beast. And we thank you for the loyal listeners that are joining us for this journey. Today, we are going to start a series of Control the Beast. And then several of you have given me some personal stuff that you may be going through or are going through and want me to address. So starting with chapter one, understand the beast today, and then we will pepper in those special episodes that you gave us in the second question of that survey. So grab something to take some notes with, grab a cup of coffee. We'll be right back. We're back, and I just want to get some housekeeping things out of the way before we actually get into the meat of the content. And of course, we're very excited about this series. We want to do as much as possible in helping as many people as possible. So if you could, please share this episode. Shoot it out on your Twitter, on your Facebook, whatever it takes. If you can help us get that out there, that would be an immense blessing for us. Also, if you would like to support the True North Nation, and we've got some, we are right now going up this year that we're going to buy me a coffee, uh, be developing and and, uh, instituting. You could go in there, True North Nation memberships for $10, $20. I'd love to tell you, I'm excited to tell you, but I want to keep it to myself right now because I want to make sure we're well on the way in our R&D and getting it produced before I let the cat out of the bag. But if you'd like to support us, we are right now going through a program called Buy Me a Coffee. And you could go in there, uh, memberships for $10, I think $20. Top tier is like 50 bucks uh, a month. That would give us that income coming every month to help us do what we want to accomplish and do more. There's another item on that. As far as memberships, we're developing a whole nother round of memberships, uh, benefits that we're going to present to our audience and it, trust me, it's going to be on steroids. It's going to be a whole nother level that you will get for your monthly support. So I encourage you to sign on now and uh, become a part of it. And then when we uh, get this new new thing that we're developing here up and running, then we'll just switch you over to that. All right, here we go. We're going to go into chapter one. And this, this what we're going to talk about today is something that is going to be threaded through this entire series. And that is understand the beast or the power of understanding. So as we begin our journey into the world of managing our emotions, we've got to first learn the power of understanding. As we grab the power of understanding, as we grasp it, get a hold of it, put it in us, then we can deal with more than what you really think. When we understand the how, the why, the what for, the how come, 
when we understand that in people that are around us, as well as ourselves, we can deal with ourselves. We can deal with other difficult people around us. We can help people more effectively when we understand where they're coming from. So again, understanding the beast or understanding our emotions, how they operate, how they work, you know, the power of understanding applied to the mechanics of emotions, the biology of emotions, self-esteem and and all that, how it works. We're going to learn all of that as we journey through Control the Beast. And by the way, if you haven't yet, go to Amazon.com, do a search Control the Beast, Ed Snyder. And it will pop on you by the book. We've got an e-version. We've got it in hard copy. Uh, get you a copy. Read through it with me as we go through each week of each chapter of that book. I promise it will bless you. So let's get started on this uh, understanding thing. And the first thing that we need to understand is us, who we are. We need to understand that you are uh, created by a law of genetics, uh, who, in, we, who uh, you inherit, inherit the DNA or the law of genetics of physical and emotional characteristics. You know, it's easy for us to understand that we 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 uh, inherit the DNA or the law of genetics of our hair color, our skin tone, our facial features, our size, height, blood type, and all of that. But also, we've got to understand that emotionally, we do inherit behaviors. That's where I think a lot of people miss miss the boat, if you please. That again, it's understanding the DNA origins, forming and the kind uh, of all the characteristics physically, but the emotional part, the where how our our emotions fire, how we develop habits due to our everyday environment. Our environment is essential in forming the kind of person that we are and will be. So, again, the important thing is not only to understand the people around you, where they came from, what they've been through, what traumatic situations and what happy situations that they have gone through. You need to understand you. What have you been through? Why do you act the way you act? Why do you react the way you react? Why do you uh, say the things that you say or feel the things that you feel? You know, you've got to look into your past and see what is there to be able to understand who you are today. You also, and we're going to talk about this next week, understanding your environment that you're in right now is forming the person that you're going to become. We are, without a doubt, products of our environment. So it's essential. It's very essential for understanding the discovering the likes and the dislikes, the negative, the positive behaviors, understanding who we are so that we can purposely become a better human being. The Bible is filled with tremendous values. The Bible is filled with tremendous life lessons in the Bible. The word understand is mentioned over 300 times. You know, when somebody says something over 300 times, pretty much decide that 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 subject is very important. So I think God is, it's very important to God for us to grasp hold of the value of the word understand. Now, consider this biblical value. King James Version, Proverbs chapter 1, verse 5. The Bible says, a wise man will hear Okay, you're going to listen and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. So, first thing that we need to do and grasp hold of and understand 
you don't know everything as much as you think you know. And we don't know everything that we need to know. So we need to get our ears open and hear. We need to increase our learning. We need to be people of understanding that will attain unto wise counsel. Get some people around you that will give you some good advice, not just, you know, advice just to be getting advice. I mean, you know what they say, you never take weight loss advice from somebody that's overweight. You never take uh, financial advice from somebody that's broke, always broke. You know, it's you you need to get the, the good people. You need to get the wise people to give you wise counsel. So the only way we're going to understand is if we listen, if we improve our learning, and if we get to wise counsel. Now, the power of understanding brings about another aspect of life that can make us or break us. I mentioned it just a few moments ago, and it is our environment. Okay, whether we try or not, the longer that we're in an environment, either positive or negative, it will impact us it will affect the what, uh, the why, the how come we react to situations. It will affect how we become or how we are forming to the future me, to the future you. So what we live in is what we become. We are indeed products of our environment, whether it's a, a violent, loud, argumentative environment, and that's how we handle business. We scream, holler, and argue. If we live in a home where you deal with disagreements maturely by sitting down and having an intelligent conversation, talking things through with a level head, then that's how you're going to handle business. The choice is yours. What kind, first you've got to identify, and again, I'm tapping into next week's uh, podcast, but we've got to realize the environment that we're in and the choice whether to stay in that environment, especially if it's negative, is on you. It's your choice, okay? Here's a reality check. The person we are today developed during our childhood, during our teenage years. The environment that you're in right now is shaping you. I don't care how old you are. You know, people say this crazy statement, I'm too old to learn that. I'm sorry. You're learning whether you want to or not. You're learning whether you accept it or not. You are picking up things that are thrown at you in our environment. So what kind of environment are you in? That's the question. Is it positive? Is it negative? Will we go and we will go over some triggers that may be in your background uh, next week in the episode. Uh, But first, we have to journey to control the emotional state. As we go through down the road, we need to understand that there are primary emotions. There are secondary emotions. Uh, Let's let's take the most popular anger. Anger is always a secondary emotion. There's always a primary loneliness, depression, uh, anxiety or fear. There is the big kahunas, frustration and stress. Now, here's some understanding. All of us has normal stress. We have normal frustrations every day of our life. When you woke up this morning, you stepped into frustration and you stepped in to uh, stress, you know, getting to work. 
driving in traffic, getting into the building wherever your office is, uh, dealing with the IGMOs that you got to deal with every day on your job. That's normal. It's not going to go away. It's there. And you you walked into it knowing you walked into it. So there's a, there's a certain amount of stress we all deal with every day. It's normal. Raising kids has a normal level of stress. But when normal becomes abnormal, we have a problem. And we got to understand when that switches up. Okay, uh, so when when these primary emotions are not dealt with or managed, they escalate. They go to the next level. Stress, frustration goes to anger. Uh, loneliness goes to a depression. Depression goes into oppression and on up the scale until we start breaking mentally. And then we have mental illness that we got to deal with. So, again, in going back into the level of anger, again, anger escalates to rage. Rage, if it's not dealt with, goes into blind rage, where people do incredible amounts of damage physically, uh, emotionally, and have no memory of it. Okay? I'm sure you've heard what I'm getting ready to say. It's a quote that that I found by Charles Swindoll, and it, it's simple. Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% what how you react to it. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you've heard that many times over. But let me bring this to the surface, that it it's effortless to blame the 10% of life and ignore the 90%. It's how you react to life. And then struggle why we can't get this all figured out. To, to bring this out of this slump, to get us out of this trap, we have to live in it for so long. We don't have to do that. You don't have to stay there. We must acquire the ability to understand that life, all the troubles that you're having, if you're listening to this broadcast or podcast and you are hearing me talk to you about troubles in life, frustrations, oh, I've been in this for so long. Get out of it. You've got an opportunity. Why do you stay there? Why do you accept the fact that life is going to be a grind that you can barely do? When you can get out of it again, what's happened to you is only 10% of the equation. Understand 90% of what you're in is how you reacted to it, how you accepted it or didn't accept it. So here's some more thought from, from the Bible. Proverbs chapter three, verses 13 through 15. Joyful is the person who finds wisdom. The one who gains understanding For wisdom is more profitable than silver, and her wages are better than gold. Wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. Wisdom, understanding, we've got to find it. We've got to seek it out. Once you attain wisdom, or excuse me, understanding, wisdom organically emerges. I want you to write that down. I want you to put that in a pocket somewhere. Put it on your mirror, whatever it takes. Once I attain understanding, wisdom organically uh, emerges. Now, who are we? Again, the question, we've got to figure out who we are. We are dual-natured with an inside and an outside. When we think of the outside, we automatically think of what we see in the mirror, the exterior the physical appearance. The outside portion of controlling our anger is not how we look, but rather our outlook 
on our own life or how we see our true inner self. Again, some think that outside forces are pressing against us. Very true. But we're not looking in the mirror at 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 our hair or hair color or hairstyle or, or the or our skin tone. Man, I need to tan up. I'm I'm I am white as a sheet. That that that's not going to make any difference. Okay, uh, people do chin chin tucks and Botox and has this this altered and that altered, all trying to fix something on the inside that nothing that you fix on the outside is going to help. We can change our hairstyle. We can, uh, you know, men grow beards and mustaches because they're thinning out on top, whatever. Okay. We, the outside exterior fix up is not going to help on the inside. Sure. It'll give us a temporary bump. You know, we, we change our hairstyle or we lose some weight. It definitely boosts our, our, our self-esteem. I know that to be true. Okay. But again, you can also have low self-esteem being thin rather than being overweight. It's still there. There's nothing going to fix it until you get the true outlook on life, the true outlook on your true inner self and understand and grab a hold of what are the outside forces that's pressing against you. What's causing you to react negatively? We have to come to terms. We have to see things uh, as they really are and discover the whole world, guess what, is not against us. You may find that life is not so bad as you think or see it. So to modify behavior, to manage emotions. This is something that has been out there on social media. I've quoted in, in all of the interviews that I do. Uh, it's, it's necessary to be in control and not be controlled. There is a difference. You need to be in control, not be controlled. So in other words, you need to get in the driver's seat, get the steering wheel solid in your hand and get your foot on the gas. You're in in control of your emotions. You're not being controlled. In other words, being controlled is you're in the back seat and life is taking you wherever it wants to. No, I'm going where God wants me to go. I'm going where my purpose is and what I need to accomplish. If emotions, people, situations, and even anger are in the driver's seat, that's what's controlling you. You know, if somebody has hurt your feelings in the past, they've said something harmful, hateful, or whatever, and if you don't let go of that, guess what, pal? They own you. They own you. Why are you allowing them to own you? Why are you letting that offense, that thought, that situation, that event to occupy your mind and control who you are or who you're going to become and your emotions? So we must realize this. This is vital. This is super important for us to grasp this first chapter of Control the Beast and understand who we are, what's going on, and why we are where we are. So... Here in the New King James Version, let's go back to the Bible. Proverbs chapter 2, verses 10, 11, and 12. When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you, understanding will keep you, to deliver you from the way of evil for the man who speaks perverse things. Now, that same passage of Scripture 
the New Living Translation says, for wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will fill you with joy. Wise choices will watch over you. Understanding will keep you safe. Wisdom will save you from evil people, from those whose words are twisted. So again, take heed to the word of God. Now, here's another little quote that that I'm sure you have heard. If we always do what we've always done, we will always get what we've always gotten. That's one of the most serious mistakes to make in life is assuming that just because we always did things a specific way, seen others do them that way, or we just ra- uh, we were raised to do it that way, that we should keep doing it that way. That's a serious, serious mistake, folks. It doesn't work all the time. Times change. Situations change. Peoples change. Attitudes change. You can't always do what you've always done because you will always get what you've always gotten. And sometimes that's nothing. You get nothing in return. So we have to look at our environment to change some things that needs changed. Some things are beyond our control. However, most things need some correction. All right, behavior modification or managing our emotions, folks, write this down, is a battle. Okay, the primary area where this battle takes place is in your head. It's in your mind. You know, it's not the wife. It's not the girlfriend. It's not the husband. It's not the boyfriend. It's not the parent. It's not the coworker. It's not the boss. It's not the child that needs to change. It's our way of thinking and handling problems that needs to change because what you've always been doing is not working. So if it's not working, Lord have mercy, change it up so that you can find something that does work and make it better. Now, when we're thinking of emotions, think of a car battery, a battery, a car battery, or any battery has a positive post or side and a negative post or side. If you want the car to run right, you have to have it connected. It has to be connected both to the positive side and the negative side of that battery. It has to have its connections tight and the connection has to be clean. If there's a battery cable that's loose, the car's going to misfire. It's not going to start whatever the alternator is not going to be able to put charge back into the bottom uh, the battery as it's going down the road because the connections loose or the connections dirty corrode and they can't make a good connection our emotions are much is much of the same way if we we've got to first understand we have positive emotions and negative emotions in our life regardless you're not getting rid of them you're not gonna uh, cut them out it's gonna be there The key is, is to have a balance of the positive and the negative. The key is, is to be connected to both positive and negative with a solid, good, clean connection so that you're not misfiring on all of the emotions that come at you. So again, to function better, good, clean connections. 
Now, if we were in a room together, and I'll, I'll say this and we're going to close out. If we were in a room together, I would, and I've done this many times over the years in teaching anger management and, and uh, uh, emotional intelligence, I would go around, and you know, let's say we've got 15, 20 people in the room, and I would say this. I'd say, okay, in a matter of a split second, when I point my finger at you, I want you to identify a, a positive emotion. So I go, and I'll point at the first person, they'll just stumble. The, uh, uh, love, and then, okay, go. And the next one, um, um, uh, well, uh, I would say love too. And and they everybody would struggle, or most everybody would struggle in coming up with a positive motion. But then I would come back to the beginning of the row and say, okay, in a split second, identify a negative emotion. Go. Hatred, uh, mean, uh, anger, uh, getting in fights, uh, you know, bapa. I mean, they would just identify automatically. Why? Because our society has taught us to identify too much with negative emotions and not enough with positive. Therefore, we have to work a balance in our life. We have to understand this to get a balance in our emotions. We can be at the office all day and perhaps our stress level and frustrations rose a little bit. Somebody didn't meet a deadline, put us behind the eight ball. Uh, we got some bad news. A contract didn't get signed, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. I've got a choice when I come home. I can walk in the door, yell at the kids, you know, kick the cat, scream at the wife, tell her how bad the food tastes for dinner, and then go to bed. If I go to bed in that mind frame, I'm getting up in that same mind frame. But if I stick the key in the door, walk in, my kids come to greet me and to hug me, I respond to that in a positive way, hug them back, receive their love, eat some good food, relax with my family. Amen. I'm talking to somebody out there right now. You've got a choice to choose positive emotions. Then I go to bed that night and I've had a great evening, but a rough day. When I get up the next morning, because I chose to produce positive emotions, I'm going to be go back to that office and face the challenges in a much better frame of mind because I understand what I'm up against. Amen. We're out of time. Thank you again for joining us with you. I appreciate your time together in this first lesson. We're going to be following the chapters of Control the Beast. And so folks, don't let it go. Next week, Starve the Beast, cleaning up your environment. Share this podcast with somebody if you would. Shoot it out to somebody. Share it on your social media. Help us to expand the base. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. To find out more about finding that true destination, visit us at truenorthdfw.org.